Hi there, and welcome to another episode of BG's Broken Records. My name is Bob, my co-host. Gare. There he is. Uh, we're here to entertain you for the next 20 to 25 minutes about music. We hope to do that, and we have a new intro that we actually paid to have recorded. So listen to our intro, sit back, and we'll be back in, in a few seconds. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, okay, quiet. That's enough. This is a podcast by my dad and my uncle. They talk a lot about music. Like, a lot. A lot. So please sit back and enjoy. I think they are going to start in about 14 seconds. I love that stuff. Uh, okay, so here we sit on a surprisingly sunny Michigan morning, uh, February something fifth ish. Recording episode six of our of our podcast, we've uh, played it for a few people and we've gotten some uh, good responses. Um, we have a we have a couple of people interested in uh, uh, doing a little sponsorship for us, so we're excited about that. But we're not going to let the cat out of the bag just yet. Might be something. We do. We do have a second sponsor. But that's, that's all we're gonna say. That's all we're gonna say. You might have to just kind of keep tuning in to figure out who it is. So today, being a former bass player in a band with some buddies, um, this one is near and dear to my heart. But my but uh, Gare brought it up. Uh, we, we need to we need to start talking about the bass players because they are just unsung heroes. And we'll get into stage managers in another podcast. No, we won't. No, we'll skip. <laughs> we'll skip those guys. <laughs> of course, we'll get into stage managers, but not today. Hey, they, you, you know what we should do one time? Nastiest managers out there. D. Oh. D. Anthony, um, Sharon Osborne's dad. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can't, what was his name? He did the small faces and the animals, and uh, Peter Green. No, hey, who was it? Led Zeppelin. Who did? It was. Peter we Grant. Also, Peter Grant. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Peter we Grant. could also do Billy Joel's brother-in-law, who stole all the money from him. I don't know about there's that one. Another, I think there's another I, one. He, uh, Grant also did free. But okay, so the bass players. So Gare sent me a couple days ago uh, a list of. He wanted to actually dive into Canadian bass players, and I can't think of more than one. And I think you all that, that list might not be bigger than three. Yeah. But... Well. <laughs> So, Once you get past Getty Lee. Well, but the funny part was when I looked at the list, it had Keanu Reeves on there. And I thought, okay, wait a minute. Is he in a band called The Matrix or something like that? Oh, hello. Hey, whoa. Hey, guys worth 300 and something million dollars, man. I, you know, And supposed to be the nicest, nicest guy, guy in the world. world. Yeah, I got it. Okay, so... Um, we're not going to we're not going to focus on Canadian bass players because a lot of people will probably tune out on that one, but we're going to go with um, um, we're going to go with t top ten bass players from 2010 versus today, and we're going to kind of focus on the old adage "out of sight, out of mind," and you know, it's like we've talked about Boston before. 
Boston goes seven years between an album. How do they even get people to want to buy that thing seven years later? I mean, tastes change. I mean, look at look at 87, 88 hair metal, and then 92, you've got Nirvana. It, it and I don't want to give away any secrets. I am a closet hair metal fan. I do have the hair metal station on Sat Radio programmed in my car. That's I, all I'm going to say. Because your car... Your car can hold more than six stations. Of course, you're going to put hair metal in there. <laughs> hey, every time you got to check in with Kip Winger once in a while. You know what I mean? Dude, the Nelson brothers? <laughs> Come on. Uh, hey, that's where I draw the line. But my my uh, my my number one. Go. Tesla. Oh, Tesla. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Oh, yeah. I, I don't even think they're hair metal. Oh, I think they're just okay. I think they're just. Rock and roll. They're just good old Sacramento rock and roll. Sacramento's what, Bob? Capital of California. Finest. Sacramento's finest. Sacramento's finest. Uh, That's another show, but they do run a lot of Tesla on the hair metal station. We digress. Uh, Yeah, we are. Okay, so we just killed five minutes of our uh, 2025. So, okay. So going back to out of sight, out of mind. So the difference in bass players from 2010 to 2020 is pretty damn amazing. And I apologize if you don't like bass players, but that just hurts. Don't be a bass player hater. Okay. So I'm scrolling. no one ever talks about the bass player. That's right. Okay. We're going to go backwards. Uh, Victor Wooten. Heard of him. Played with Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones. Um, mm-hmm. Supposedly one of the greatest out there. Um, I I hate to say it. I don't know much about the guy. But you know what's good about these lists? In Spotify, I can figure it out. I can find, Absolutely. I can find out. Now, I like this one, Cliff Burton. So bass player for Metallica. Mm-hmm. On the first three albums, Kill Em All, Ride the Lightning, and Master of Puppets. Only on three albums, right? They like, still talk about them. Still talk about them. Still talk about them. Now, someone's gonna someone's gonna get mad at me for saying this, but bass playing in a metal band, root fifth, octave, root third, flatted fourth, don don don. Am I am I being too mean? Gare? No, it's uh, a little different than, say, Entwistle um, or Lemmy. There's a great YouTube vid out there when Lemmy walks up and goes, here's how most bass players play. And he does this boring thing, and then he goes, this is how I play. Turns up every knob on the amp as loud as it can go, and then he goes. He and turned him just- to 11. <laughs> Well, you know what? There's another good interview out there with John Entwistle, and he goes, I don't play bass. I'm a bass guitarist. He Bingo. Goes, I play bass. He goes, I play bass guitar, right. not bass. Right. And he does the same thing Lenny does. He just he starts playing it like a loud guitar, and that's why I always respected, you know, again, unsung hero, as you said at the beginning of this, Bob, but it's a bass guitar. And it's 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 the heartbeat of the band. I never played in a band. You did, but why do you think the drummer and the bass player are always hanging out together? They're <laughs> they're setting the whole bass, yeah, quote t- unquote, 
bass for the band. Yeah, it, there's got to be a chemistry between those two guys because without it, it's uh, it's it's pretty unbelievable. It's not a lot of fun. Um, but just Cliff Burton, real quick. So he dies in a he dies uh, when he's on tour um, with Metallica. He 20, was 20, 24 years old. 24. Then they bring in uh, Jason Newstead, um, which oh, can anyone replace you know uh, Cliff Burton? Well, they did. And, and where, where was where was Jason from? I can't remember the band he was from, but you know, I don't know. what state, what city? Uh, do you know? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Shut Hello. up! Shut up! Grand Rapids, Michigan, the home of the Griffins. <laughs> and wait, the big old Bob Building downtown? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, what other band is from? Uh, two guys from Grand Rapids. You know it. You know it. Um, you know it. I I I, uh, I don't know. The spicy pepper, the red hot chili. Oh yes, Anthony yeah. spent a little till he was about twelve and was buddies with my old roommate and a guy you knew, Nathan. Yep, yep, yep. Nathan Oliver. Yep. Oops, don't want to say last name. Hey, don't but... say. Well, that must be his middle name then. Um, and then. Uh, Mike, my buddy Mike, rest his soul, um, was buddies with uh, Chad Smith. So okay, we're we're off the bass players now. Okay, so they filled in. They got they got Jason Newsted, carried on, probably got even more famous. And then Jason basically said, "I'm out, not going to do it anymore." And they brought in the new guy. Apologies, don't know what the new guy's name is. Okay, number eight on this list. This guy should always be in the top five. Jack Bruce. John Mayles, Blues Breakers, um, uh, obviously Cream. Um, mm -hmm. His solo album, first album that he put out, I think it was his first solo album, either one or two, Songs of a Tailor, unfrickin' believable. Unbelievable. Great, great album all the way through. Go get it on vinyl, spin it. It's 30 minutes. Life is good. But Jack Bruce... Sorry, you couldn't beat that guy. It's my opinion. Unreal. Got, you and I love, um, I love when they show Cream. They do a show at the Royal Albert, and then just before, uh, I think yeah, Jack died first. But they, what year was that last the the, the reunion? I think it was oh five or oh seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, it says right here oh five. Um, shows in London, okay. and New York. Yeah, yeah, he um, uh, kind of was sitting on a stool a lot, but great vocals, great bass player. <clears throat> yeah, and he was a huge writer for him too. You know, hey, oh, okay. I, you know, I love Clapton. Um, without Bruce, that band wouldn't have been it. Okay, so now we're going to another one, uh, number seven, and I know this guy, Jaco Pastorius. Um, could arguably be in the top two or three bass players of all time. Um, played with a ton of bands. Uh, the big one for him was Weather Report. Um, sure. Got into, you know, one of the first guys to pick up a, uh, a fretless bass and just go hog wild on it. Um, but he was, you know, he was bipolar. Um, he did a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol to medicate, probably voices. And uh, he, died a, he died a tragic life. Um, 
don't you know get on spotify and uh you know what i'll put it i'll put a list together i'll put it you know what i'll do that and then we'll just link it to this uh episode and you can listen to a little jocko because uh he was he was stunning he was unbelievable crazy played with sam and dave yeah well and my my favorite uh ian hunter um so yeah jocko okay so so far we've got victor wooten We've got uh, Cliff Burton. We've got Jack Bruce. We've got Jocko, uh, John Paul Jones. I mean, again, top five for sure. Listen to any Zeppelin song, and with without without his groove in the background, you're not going to get it. So underrated. Besides bass, keyboards, mandolin, um, you want to talk about a guy who doesn't get any credit. I mean unreal what he did for zeppelin and i will say this with recently with the taylor hawkins who just died yeah from Foo fighters yeah um and dave grohl i think is great the way he goes out and grabs guys older musicians and yeah. all that yeah there's there's one where paul stanley from kiss comes out with them um but there's one where they're playing with john paul and jimmy page doing rock and roll you want to see john paul jones bass uh, talent, pull that video up. Foo Fighters doing rock and roll with John Paul and uh, Jimmy Page. Wow. Unreal. I'll have to check Unreal. it out. I'll have to check it out. Um, but, you know, John Paul Jones was, uh, just like Jimmy, was a big session player. And, you know, these guys learned, you know, uh, I read one time, I think it was in Bass Player Magazine. I know it's a narrow subscription market for that one. But um, uh, he said he said everything he tried to play was originally Motown stuff. Really? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I read a book one time and it said basically the bass player's job is to get to get everybody in the band from one note to another. Right? So you're going you're playing an A, you're playing an A, you're playing an A, then you're gonna play a D, then you're gonna play a D, and then you're gonna play a D, then you're gonna play an E. Hey, look at that guy's walking down the street in a Union Jack's ski cap. What shiny penny? What? Look at the what? bird. Wait, <laughs> Sorry, what? I gapped out. <laughs> but but so you're playing all these uh, A lines. Uh, you know you're just playing all these A chords. And the bass player sitting in the back, and he's got to get you to the D chord. So then he's got to come up with another little lick. And then he's got to get you to the to the E chord, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Without a good bass player, you know, forget about it. Uh, okay. So Bob, I'm going to stop you there. Yep. And. You obviously played bass. You played in bands. I haven't. But through this list and the most recent list, and you just mentioned Motown, who's not on this list? Yeah, you got it. I'm, I'll am i rag on that later. Who's, who J is the bass player? J James Jamerson. Why don't you say a little bit about him? Because oh, was... you're the one who hit me to him, and he was amazing. Well, there, there's... Um... I think the two people who don't get the credit are Jamerson and Carol Kay. So if any, and she was uh, the wrecking crew. So these are all people who are in studios recording other people's songs. They were both jazz players. They, they knew what they were doing. And, you know, for, for work, you know, Carol Kay would walk in, they'd hand her a, they'd hand her the sheet music and she would play, and she's like, it's another one of these three-chord bubblegum pop songs. I mean, she played bass on Good, good Vibrations. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, Brian Wilson. It was Carol Kay. 
Um, nice. You know, and then if was, uh, was Glenn Campbell sitting in on some of those? I'm, I'm sure he was because he was the wrecking crew. Yeah. I mean, that's a great, that's a great documentary. You got to watch it. And, great and, documentary. and with Jamerson, there, there's one song that I really think is the epitome of, of all his stuff. And that's uh, his version, uh, sorry, Gladys Knight's version, the original version of I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Um, and you got to watch, there's, um, there's a young lady out who does, I think it's Tommen's videos and uh, her name's Julia Hoffer. H-O-F-E-R, and she does videos playing bass. And she was talking about Jamerson. He played with one finger, and he played in the first four frets. That's it. He's not done all over the place. He, they called it the hook. Dang, 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 dang. Heard it through the grapevine. Um, Gladys Knight and the Pips, probably one of the greatest bass lines I've ever heard. Okay, Les Claypool, Primus at number five. Don't know. Sorry. Nope. Yep. Getty Lee, number <laughs> Sorry, let's play Primus <laughs> look fans. At, look at the old guys. Next. Na next. Uh, actually, come on. He was Primus. They were pretty hot in the in the nineties. So we weren't oh, that yeah. we oh, weren't yeah. that old at that time. Okay, Rush, uh, number four, Getty Lee. I'll let you take that one. Well, <clears throat> you're letting me take it because it's Canadian. Um, and the only reason I I love yeah. my my. My grandma was from Windsor, so I've got Canadian blood in me. Um, you know, I never saw Rush. A little bit of a regret, you know, no regrets in life. But I wish I would have. But when we were growing up, Bob, between Rush, Tom Petty, Bob Seger in this town, they played so much of it, you didn't need to go see them in concert. Um, but well, always, is, isn't Detroit in Canada? Oh, it's uh, oh, it's the only spot south north of Canada. That's right. Pretty much in yeah. Canada, but yeah. not. Um, you know what can you say about he? It, it was it was the singing bass player. And Bob, there's there's another show. That's a talent. Phil Lanot, yep. Sting, yep. the singing bass player. Well, Actually, the real talent's the singing drummer. I digress. Yeah. Well, um, the singing bass player that takes us to number three, Sir Paul way to keep us on track bob yeah thank you very much um you know gares the gares the stones fan i'm the beatles fan um we're not going to talk too much about those bands i know they're going to come up in conversation because i i love them to death you know without without george martin and the way he produced those beatles albums um mccartney's music would not have been uh his bass playing would not have been what it is because they put him higher in the mix um, it stood out more. Nobody had ever done that before. And then people started copying it. And if it wasn't for McCartney, you wouldn't ha have Jack Bruce and da, 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 da. So 100%. Sir Paul. And you know what? I owned a knockoff of those violin basses. They're so easy to play. They are in their light. Really? Yeah. I sold it for 99 bucks through uh, Mike. I shouldn't have done it. Um, there's also a good interview with, uh, N Twistle's son. Look it up on YouTube. Every year they'd come out with the, you know, number one bass player when these guys were going head to head, and McCartney would always take N Twistle. N Twistle was always number two, and it always pissed him off. Yeah, but because he always thought he was better. He was obviously he was. Yeah, right. And it just used to piss him. His son. There's a good interview. His son talking about it and how it used to just get under his skin every yeah, year. Right, but okay, I'm just gonna throw. Two, two short sentences out to you. 
Boris the Spider or or um, uh, Good Day Sunshine. Come on. If Entwistle could write songs and have a decent voice, you know, he was, a, he was an amazing bass player. I'll give you that all day long. So, right. And, and I'm not sitting here. I, I don't know who's better, who's not, but it's, it's a good story. Right. Look it up on, look it up on YouTube. Okay. So uh, number two, Flea. Um, yeah. I'm not a pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. I get it. Um, I saw him He's play a little bit of a slap the bass. He is a slap the bass guy. <laughs> and if nobody gets that joke, watch uh, I Love You, Man, the, 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 the movie with uh, Paul Slapping Rudd. Slapping the bass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, uh, he, when he wants to play the, a Rush song to his girlfriend, he goes, are you, uh, re are you ready for uh, Neil Peart to get all up in you? And she's like, uh, no. No. <laughs> and then he hits the button and it comes over the computer mic. Oh, oh great so, movie. So hilarious. And I, I got to give those guys credit from Rush to go into the movie and, and play along in the movie. God, that was funny. At that, at that time in their career, they didn't need to do that. They didn't need and to it, do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers Flea. Okay. I'll let someone else take that one. I don't really listen to this Chili Peppers, and then we're gonna no, get. No, but go ahead. But but Flea, good slam, and, and and the best part about Flea was always the teddy bear pants. That was funny, uh, just funny. But he's a quality guy, quality musician, I should say, um, and I always enjoyed him. Again, I don't listen to a lot of Peppers, but what what he is 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 really good yeah so then number one and we've already talked about him um i i can't argue with him at number one um mccartney number three you know i can't argue that one because i think he did a lot um john paul jones um jocko jocko should be higher than number seven uh in my humble opinion okay so now we're going to segue to a list that was created 10 years later 10 years later, and I'm going to run through them real quick and then we'll go back through because I want you to see that there's almost absolutely no duplication here. Um, I'm going to go to number 10. Number 10, Cliff Williams, ACDC. Huh. Uh, number <laughs> number nine, uh, Jeff Ament, Pearl Jam. Number eight, Lee Sklar, Session Legend. Nice. Um, Scott Reeder, Session Star, Ryan Medora, Sessions, Susie Quattro, number five, number four, <laughs> Victor Brandt from Demu Bourgier. Okay. Right. Huh? Michael, right. Michael Manring, uh, Jerry Barnes from Nile Rodgers and Chic, which used okay. to be just Chic, yeah, yeah. and then number one, John Campbell, Lamb of God. Okay, there is absolutely no crossover. Zero. No. Well, and again, as, as we were speaking offline, Bob, okay, I get it. Let's update it. It's 10 years later. But you have Susie Quattro and still no James Jamerson. Hey, look, you and I, I, you I, and I both dig Susie Quattro. We're, we're, 100%. That's not the argument. I mean, one of, one of my presents from you was a Susie Quattro t-shirt for my birthday, which was your birthday. So, and that's all well and good. I, I, I don't think she should be number five. Now, I hope her brother who lived above me on, on Beaconsfield doesn't hear this. 
I didn't get a laugh out of that one. Oh, yay, yay, right, yeah, Beacon okay. Shield. Yeah, yes. okay, all right. All right I have, I'm going to venture to say she shouldn't even be on the list. Whoa, I said it. And, and, Sorry. and you're a fan. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I just don't get it. And uh, uh, Joe McClever, who was the author of this, again, dude, it's all personal opinion right. at and the that's... end of the day. And, and it's respectable. I, I respect the list. I respect the energy that went into it. I get it. But what does this mean? Nothing. It gives us something to talk about and music fans something to digest is what it does. Right. Um, sorry if you heard any dings in the background there. We're, we're doing this remotely with uh, some iPhones and uh, I'm getting notifications. Uh, oh, I, I just got one from Lee Scalar said he should be higher up. Um, sorry about that, Lee. Oh. Um, so... Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know a lot of these session musicians. Um, I don't know metal. Um, uh, well, and, and you know what? As we're, Phil Hanat doesn't make the list. How about the bass player for Parliament? I don't know who that was, but there's... Bootsy, there's dude. There's oh, a Bootsy. Bootsy. Got my head up my... Yep. Right. Yep. Why isn't Bootsy on there? Why isn't Bootsy Which on there? The, we it, saw him at the Opera House. For, oh, my God. Wow, when he came out in the audience, started talking to people. It um, was, God, well, he walked over. The, he walked over the chairs. He would walk yeah, between people yeah. over the chairs, and he was. We were like twelfth row, and he's literally in the same row as us. Oh, my wife! 100%. Thought, my wife thought. Oh, she. I should get her a pair of those star glasses. Um, those are good. They are pretty good. So, okay, guys, we're at twenty-five minutes. Um, I am going to do everyone out there a favor and we are going to put um, a little list together with some of these players in there click on the link you'll be able to um, uh, listen to some of their music uh, apologies for not knowing some of these guys <clears throat> excuse me I don't know where my uh, cough button is um, but we'll dig into it and we'll figure it out little pause Gare? Yep. Yeah, you there? You still there? Yeah. You awake? Still there. Okay. Yep. All right. So thanks for spending time with us. Um, we appreciate it. I'm pointing at you, Gare. Can't you yes. see me? Right. Yes. Thank you. Um, thanks again for your time today, and we will see you soon. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Um, take care. All right. See you later. Mm -hmm.